0: What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of the tiger. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, the Monday edition, the December 7th. December. Already. Time just slips through your fingers. Episode number 203. And it's been a it's been a week. I, I thought the, the the busiest I was going to be at work was the day after Black Friday, but I have been sorely mistaken. We have been selling old video games left and right. As my boss, say, we sell old, my, my boss says, we sell old games and we sell bad games. <laughs> Those are the things we sell the most. If you go to our Instagram, you can see uh, one of the games that's doing incredibly well called It's Fantasy Friends. <laughs> As I keep calling it, it's a wanna be My Little Pony, and it's from our friends at Merge Games. It's a publisher in the UK that we're partnered with. We're the exclusive distributor of their games here in America. So uh, whatever they put out, we're the ones primarily responsible for making sure they get sent out here in America. And good God, Amazon has bought thousands of copies of that game. I am not joking. It is ridiculous. And then we we were selling it ourselves through our own retail channels and wholesale channels. It just it it, it boggles the mind sometimes. Uh, and, uh, I saw our good friend da- Damon re- re- replied to it. He's saying, "Oh, he, he thinks oh it's people handing off their switches to their little brothers and sisters because they got their PS5s and Xbox Ones." Uh, my boss he has a different perspective on that. He he believes that the uh, the Nintendo Switch is the Wii 2.0. It's a uh, all, all, all the, uh, the the casual gamers have now found this wonderful device that they can play anywhere. And it's basically just a bunch of um, casual games. Because our, our number one game right now, uh, for espe- for especially in these last uh, c- couple weeks of, of holiday sales, has been Carnival Games, which is basically the exact same game that came out for the Wii that Ubisoft has been like, hey, wait a minute, this will work again. Uh, So, carnival Games, because if if, if, those of you gamers remember that super successful piece of shovelware, (laughs) Uh, I I was telling my boss, I think that was one of the um, non-Nintendo titles that sold sold well over a million units, or it might have been the first one, the first non-Nintendo title that sold over a million units, like, for the Wii, and... I get the geniuses of Ubisoft I was like, hey let, let's put this out again. Let's just take the game because the Joy Cons are basically like Wii remotes, and yeah, like my my boss bought a few thousand of them, and we have been burning through them. <laughs> We're selling like a few hundred a day. It's like it's insane. It's it, it, it's the Wii all over again. It's. It, 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 you get your Mario Karts, you get your Smash Brothers, but you also get your shovelware. We have all kinds of wonderful... I, I will be sharing photos of this. I, I will show different pieces of this one. I, I might just do a picture of Carnival Games tomorrow or the next day. So to, to supplement today's episode, so we can see, oh look, this game is doing incredibly well too. We're, we're, we're selling Race with Ryan, the, the, Ryan the, the, the Ryan's Toy Review. He has his own video game, and that game is selling really well. For Nintendo Switch, and ironically, doing okay on Xbox One, but doing horribly on PS Four. The, the game is on all the systems, but naturally, it's doing the best on on the Nintendo Switch. So it, it, it's been very chaotic at work. We have thousands of games going out the door. It's uh, I, it, it's chaos. It's a uh, I, I literally left work uh, theoretically early. I'm like, sorry, bosses, I gotta go. I gotta go do my podcast. I gotta go help take care of my family. I I got to go. I can't. Stay here till 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock like you managers do. I, I'm middle management. I got to go. <laughs> it, it, it's wild. It's just like that they e-commerce. Obviously, uh, e-commerce is, is incredibly high in demand right now because we're all supposed to be staying home because of this pandemic going on. And so we have been overwhelmed. It, uh, it, it's to the point where, I don't know if, if any of you have seen uh, UPS has been telling retailers that oh, we're not picking up your packages we have too many <laughs> sorry we're not picking up your shit and that has happened to us a few times last week where we're like hey we got a whole truckload of stuff and UPS is like nah we ain't coming <laughs> it's like I'm sorry what you're not going to come pick up those, these, these, these 20,000 packages that we have that need to be picked up they, can, they need to go out to people who are buying their Christmas gifts through us, because apparently the number one thing people need for Christmas is, is more games. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's insane. I, I think we, we literally had to pay someone to go take our stuff to the UPS facility. <laughs> We're like, all right, we can't have our entire dock covered in packages. These need to be put into the system. It, it, it's insane. E-com- uh, uh, e-commerce is overwhelmed. Amazon is overwhelmed. UPS is overwhelmed. Every logistics company out there uh, is overwhelmed right now, because there's... Cause Obviously, people are either cannot shop or are not shopping physically, so they're just doing it all online. Which, uh, I mean, on one hand, is great for our company, but also horrible because we are overwhelmed. Every aspect of e-commerce is completely and utterly overwhelmed right now because uh, no one, no one could have prepared for this. Even Amazon is was not ready for this. Amazon basically, like, the reason why UPS wasn't picking up packages, because apparently Amazon was basically holding UPS hostage, like, you're going to take care of our packages first. This is not an option. You're going to smoke this shit. <laughs> and they're like, all right, screw everyone. And I saw CNN, is like, the, the, the UPS was telling specific us, sorry, we're not picking up from you. <laughs> It, 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 it everything's bonkers crazy right now it, it's upside down and inside out and I will share more ridiculous I, I, I was trying to find oh, are you trying to self camera yes. no you can be on camera for want life you used to be on, on camera all the time right see, you want me to move the camera so you can here okay, I'll, I'll move the camera that way you have a wider berth there you go you can you can you can escape Oh, your shoulder got in there your shoulder snuck in no, you don't apologize to me. You're the one who didn't want to be camera. I don't mind if you're on camera. <laughs> Man, it, it, it's, been, it's been crazy at work. Uh, I'm working seven days a week right now because it's it, that it's that nuts because of... You know, at, but normally, yeah, we're open seven like, cause we're, we're we're Our company, we're, we're just Monday through Friday. We, we let all the weekend orders roll over to Monday. But we we can't do that. If we let the weekend orders roll over to Monday, we'll die. We'll be like, well, coming Monday morning, like, well... We have to ship 20,000 packages today ooh mm, that's not good <laughs> So, it, it, it's it's been very stressful so I I've, mean I've, I've uh, the wife and I have been trying to help me de-stress uh, so this, this past weekend we, we, we watched a uh, uh, more media than we normally would we'll, we'll get to that in a second but I, I want to cover the the biggest media thing that happened last week I, I nearly forgot about it but thankfully as I was writing down my notes for today's episode it, i i remember and i was like oh okay so hbo max you know the, the 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 most recent streaming service that is well converted streaming service it used to just be regular uh, old hbo now but uh, warner brothers uh made the big announcement that all their movies that their, their movie slate for 2021 starting from christmas on they're going to simultaneously release the movies that would have been in theaters at the same time, also on HBO Max. So if you're an HBO Max subscriber, you'll be able to watch Wonder Woman on Christmas Day, uh, or Wonder Woman t- uh, 1984, the new one. Uh, you'll be able to watch uh, the, the new Dune movie when that comes out. You'll be able to watch uh, The Matrix 4 whenever that is supposed to come out in 2021. A number of other films. All, all, all of Warner Brothers theatrical films are going to be simultaneously released on HBO Max at the same time as the theaters. Well, currently right now there's no, I mean I think there's some states where some of the theaters are open. Here in uh, in California, there are no theaters open as far as I know. <laughs> I, I don't think a single theater in in LA or Orange County is open to, to my knowledge. I could be wrong, but yeah. <laughs> there ain't no theaters, and, and it, the, the, all the theater companies are in trouble. Uh, See so, yeah, your your Regals, your AMC's. I feel bad for the smaller theaters. Like my, I've mentioned before, there's this little theater in Pasadena, the Academy Six, uh, where they they it's the second it's a second run theater where like if you miss a movie the first time around, you can go there and watch it for three bucks and fifty cents. The seat might not be that comfortable, but you get what you pay for. You're not paying fifteen to twenty dollars to watch a movie. Uh, the, um, or the wife and I last year, while she was still pregnant, we wanted to go watch, a uh, what was it, uh, Godzilla, a King of the Dinosaurs there. And you know what? Totally fine. Still a movie theater. But naturally, this big announcement caused, uh, all sorts of, uh, of con- contempt and discussion all over social media. Because, like, oh, what does this mean? Is this good? Is this bad? Um. Uh, I guess the, mo- mo- the most simplistic approach, I-, I-, I can approach this, in my expert opinion, is that this is, in, in the short term, this is, this is great for consumers. Uh, like, someone like me, like, I am busy. I have a, a little boy who's going to turn 11 months uh, this week. Uh, I'm not, I had no plans of getting to the theater anytime soon. <laughs> At least not for the next couple of years. There was no, well, uh, like I was gonna wait for everything to hit streaming. So for a consumer like me, this is not necessarily bad because we already were subscribed to HBO now or HBO Max in this house. But we're, we're, we're a streaming house. We, we believe, uh, we, we subscribe to Netflix. We subscribe to Disney Plus. We subscribe to Hulu. We, uh, uh, we have all, we have HBO Max. Uh, so people oh, you're insane. You're paying just as much as cable. It's like, okay. <laughs> whatever we, we throw down about 50 60 bucks for all these streaming services that's perfectly fine <laughs> you know like i i personally don't see anything wrong with this i i personally drop about 10 20 bucks on wrestling streaming services on, on, on my end so it's like this is this is the way of the world if you want to watch current content you have to subscribe to these services yeah and see there you go anthony so yeah it works for you you invest in a badass house something Clearly, you know sometimes if you have that great home theater, it might actually be better than going to the theater instead of having to deal with people on their phones or stepping on a sticky floor. Uh, I know some of these like theaters nowadays are like they're really nice and like comfy, but they don't really have the the leather seats that recline. Uh, honestly, uh, I'm not a super big fan. Yeah, right. I found out I was paying the same price for regular HBO. It's like, right, you just flip over to the streaming one. You're like, screw you, regular HBO. <laughs> I'm going to get the streaming one, and I'm just get all the cool stuff there. Yeah, so you switch to HBO Max. Yeah, It. it uh, uh, I don't know. Some people, I, I think they just like to complain for the sake of complaining instead of actually, it, it's people who are not using the services who, com- who complain the most, I think. Uh, yeah, HBO Max. It's been working for us. My wife, she can watch an episode of Kirby enthusiasm th- th- anytime she wants. Uh, at some point, I'm going to finally sit down and watch the rest. I watched the first episode of but I got to watch the rest of them. Uh, and then, now's even before they flipped it over to Max, and they got all that other stuff. I want to watch the Fresh Prince reunion because you know I'm a child of the '90s. Uh, I want to see that kind of stuff. It, yeah, th- this is the way of the world. If you want to watch stuff, you you, you got to scream it. Uh, unless you are uh, a pirate, a Jolly Roger of the Seven Seas, and you want to stream everything and steal everything, Jai Polidor, uh, you know, finding nefarious ways. You know, me, I, I, I'm very much a normal consumer when it comes to that. I just want the most direct, straight line without having to do anything extra. Like what? It's going to cost me ten, twelve, fifteen bucks a month. Sure, I'm paying for convenience. <laughs> other people may, maybe if you can't afford that you know then more power to you i'm not telling you to not steal it i'm just telling you that i'm not the person who's gonna you know steal someone else's login or use some weird site to like i like, like yeah, jai watches i guess all kinds of stuff illegally through his phone I cannot imagine the litany of viruses and malware that are in his phone right now. Because just because it's free doesn't mean there isn't a cost somewhere along the line. <laughs> there, 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 there's, there's always a catch just because it's a website. Cool, hey, what? Uh, when I used to illegally stream uh, WWE pay-per-views, I noticed uh, my, my my old computer performance uh, start getting a little dodgy. <laughs> so I'm glad that they were like the... Ironically, they were the... the, the Forerunners of this whole streaming service, put everything on a streaming service and charge them ten bucks a month. And it's, instead of hoping someone will spend sixty bucks once a year, you you get them for hundred and twenty bucks a year. You get a dedicated base, and all of a sudden, hey, look, revenue. Of course, you don't want that Netflix model where you. <laughs> I think they're burning through money creating shows, but then they, the some of the shows will actually get a little popular, and they'll cancel them because it. The, the, their business model for the shows was really ridiculous like uh, unless it's like a stranger things that it's not financially viable for them to keep a show going I mean with, with stranger things they can sell a bunch of merch but for some other stuff like that on the merch then the licensing they get their money back on the back end so they can afford to keep the show going because if in all these deals if, if a Netflix show keeps going beyond season two or season three the production costs go up exponentially for for reasons. <laughs> Uh, I was reading about that. That's why you you see a lot of these shows only last one or two seasons. It's like, all right, oh, we're done. And Netflix is like, ah, oh, is it worth it to keep you guys going? No. Can we monetize you? Then we'll keep you going. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Uh, uh, Daniel Wong brings up the one sh- uh, the show like where I that where I where I've been burned. Glow. Uh, that that show was awesome. Allison Brie and freaking. Uh, Crazy ass Mark Marin and, and, and all the rest of the amazing cast of Glow. Awesome show. It was supposed, uh, and uh, ironically, that was the one that was supposed to um, continue, but because of the pandemic, uh, like uh, Netflix was like, "Ah, oh, we're not going to wait around uh, however long it's going to. They're going to have to sit and wait to be safe to shoot that show. Because especially that show, a lot of the women have to get up real close to one another in, during the the, 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 the the, the wrestling scenes so uh, yeah a lot of things of course uh, production and now because they actually produced that show here in, in los angeles so that was probably gonna be another set of hoops they have to jump through because a lot of these other shows are getting around because they're going to other states or they go to <laughs> in some cases i'm sure they're going to other countries to film sure, i saw the rock was finishing a movie but he was finishing in europe i guess certain pa- places in europe have the the pandemic and either yeah well actually they probably don't have the, the pandemic better control they probably just a little bit loose with the rules of like oh yeah go ahead, everyone keep shooting make sure you have your masks on <laughs> but yeah oh yeah oh yeah there's stranger things driving experience yeah I, I think that's that's one of the things that's gonna really come back because of the pandemic is the drive-in <laughs> I, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of drive-in theater theaters opening up uh, <laughs> Uh, all over the place or they're gonna, you're gonna see a lot of repurposed parking lots turned. hey we're gonna do a drive-in here because that's a, that's the safest way to do a movie-esque experience right now I've, I've seen there's driving concerts there's drive-in wrestling shows and there's certain I, 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 I think there's I, I think we discussed it here a few like a few months ago about drive-in theaters and I know my wife had made a post about that about how like you gotta go to the drive in drive-in theater I don't know how long we can have Ty in the car, uh, uh, corralled or pacified, to to watch him move in the car. Yeah. Oh, see, oh the other countries had it under better yeah, control. See, and then all the Americans started showing up and bringing the COVID with them. You know, we're the typhoid narratives of the world right now. Uh, I saw on Twitter that out in Australia, they they had they actually have it pretty good under control. We're like a. I guess it was Western Australia. Uh, they didn't have any new cases for eight months, so they just like, all right, we're gonna open everything back up. But they're still—I don't think they're still not, Anyone who wants to travel to Australia has to have like a mandatory two-week quarantine if they arrive. Well, once they arrive, I'm like, sorry, you gotta sit in the hole for two for two weeks. You gotta make sure you ain't got it. And if you have it, you to run through it. Sorry, friendo. Tom Hanks got it here. <laughs> they put a big black eye on us. We're gonna have to. <laughs> they were embarrassed but I think they they, they, big, they actually paid everyone to stay home I, I saw there was a big lit like someone and it was a big Twitter thread where I was like oh how come Australia because they're having big you know they're having big you know music festivals and you see a video of like oh all these people hanging around not wearing masks I was like what who found this video of 2019 <laughs> ironically oh Ryan says uh, Spanish flu was spread by American soldiers returning from ww B- one yes Dane Damon I'm sorry if we have to be the bearer of bad news but yes uh, glow which was supposed to come out come back for its fourth and final they were going to wrap up the show with a fourth and final season but uh, and Netflix decided to cancel it sorry to deliver that news to you Damon, but uh yeah it, it, and, uh, and a lot of people keep hoping holding a hold that maybe they'll do a movie and then Allison Bridge, like, she went through this before with Community. She's like, don't hold your breath. <laughs> uh, you're not going to, yeah, this is not going to happen. Uh, I know. I Believe me, the wife and I, we loved Glove. Such a fun show. It was great. I, I loved all the, the, the freaking little sly cameos from actual professional wrestlers throughout the show. And the, the, the writing and the directing was great. But, yep. Uh, Glow was, uh, was another uh, casualty of the pandemic, uh, as many many things that uh, were uh, were losing to the pandemic. Uh, uh, on top of you know naturally the the human loss, but all the other all the other things are going away. Uh, and she was going to be She-Hulk, who Allison Brie. She was going to be the uh, the what called Jennifer Walters. <laughs> that that would have been interesting. Uh, she Hulk has always been one of my favorite comic book characters because uh, she she frequently breaks the fourth wall just like Deadpool. Always talking to the she'd always talk to the, the comic book panel. She she knew that she lived in the comic book. Yeah, that's right. Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black is going to be She Hulk. I, I totally forgot. about Thank you for for bringing that up, Ryan. I totally had forgotten that that was something that had already been announced. So. Speaking of streaming, obviously for those of us who have Disney Plus, we have been enjoying the Mandalorian. Or maybe this past weekend, you maybe didn't enjoy the Obol. Oh, well, there was certainly highs and lows. Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Uh, this is a we're uh, we're going to discuss the latest episode of the Mandalorian. I uh, will try not to be super spoilery, but I, I the big thing, big things happened. Uh, big things happened in this latest episode of Mandalorian. Uh, I, 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 I had it spoiled for me on Twitter that morning so I was like, well, okay. <laughs> I, I have to learn to just uh, not go on social media literally Friday or hit Thursday night or Friday morning. Cause people are literally watching it uh, at freaking midnight as soon as it drops. <laughs> oh, you had to bail during this part last week. I guess. <laughs> during the Grogu part. Safe this week. Uh, so I, I, I hate to, uh, I, I want to talk about it while it's still fresh in everybody's mind. So, the, I, I, as soon as, uh, wait, so the wife and I, oh, sorry, Damon. <laughs> May, okay, well, well, you know what? Respect our, respect our uh, our, our buddy Damon here. We'll, we'll stay very general. I'm sure, I don't know if, uh, <laughs> yeah, people are really being mean about Boba. Boba Fett. <laughs> How can people be? Oh, my I too loud? All right. I need to no, no no don't don't go Damon we'll try not to you really, won't spoil spoiler I have to speak a little more softly <laughs> all right uh, Damon I right, just mute for a minute and then we'll talk about it <laughs> hit pause for now. no not for now just pause for like just mute for like five minutes I have to lower my voice we're still trying to get Tiger <laughs> to bed all right so all right we yeah, got just no don't go Damon. Ryan will tell you when to unmute. No, no, we want you to stay. We don't want you to go. Right, you know, right, we'll skip Mandalorian talk then. For now. So we watched the Mandalorian. Things happened. Yeah, when the episode's called the tragedy, you just knew it was not going to go well. So right after the Mandalorian is finished, up oh, so... Obviously, what is it? last Friday was uh, December 1st or December 2nd. So, uh, Mulan had been added to uh, Disney Plus. Uh, because, as we discussed months ago, uh, Disney Plus had tried that thing where they were trying to recoup the costs of Mulan by by making you pay an extra 30 bucks. which I believe, I, I think, Daniel, you did because it was cheaper for you to, to pay that 30 than to go to the movie theater so that your little girls could watch Mulan. And,. Um, of course we waited and then uh, lo and behold it, it uh, december 1st rolled around and they added mulan uh to anyone who had the disney plus and so the wife and i we right after we finished, we had put tiger to bed we watched the mandalorian and we're like all right after that that <laughs> that fastest 33 minutes in our of our lives we're like okay let, let, let's, mulan. Right, we're gonna, let's let's watch uh, right we're let's let's we'll start up mulan we'll see how far we get uh because you know we, I had just shown my wife Mulan, I think, last year. Yeah, see, Mulan, it, it was funny. You see, a lot of other people, I feel like a lot of people probably were going to trash the movie. We, we watched it, and we actually, we made it all the way through. I thought we were going to, like, probably stop halfway and go to bed. But we, we made it all the way through. I, I, I felt like they made some, um, yeah, if if you broke watched it five times each the next day. It worth it, yeah. Um, I thought it was good for what it was. They, they, they clearly made some decisions because it was you know a live action movie, but uh, it was <laughs> the best way to describe it. It's the the Hong Kong uh, action movie version of Mulan. You know, where, where the other Mulan was very much Disney animation, at you know being Disney animation. Uh, I I met the directors when when I, when I was working at uh, Disney. I got to meet. Uh, the the Bancroft brothers the guys who directed Mulan uh, they're they're really nice guys they 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 drew me a Mushu and and, 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 a, and a click <laughs> I forget what the, the the cricket's name was but he, they drew me Mushu and, and and the cricket so I have that in my art collection so that movie was very much you know generic Disney you know songs and blah 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 but this this Mulan Obviously, they get full Asian cast, which was awesome, but I freaking lost my mind when I saw freaking Donnie Yen. I was like, hell yeah! Freaking aw. Dang, let's get older people like us. Uh, when we get to that, older people like us wanted, you know, I'm gonna make a man out of you. <laughs> you know, all, a, Eddie Murphy's freaking being a wild ass dragon. But, yeah, it felt much more like a Hong Kong film. When I did my movie challenge a few years ago, I watched a whole bunch of freaking Hong Kong movies. Of freaking Donnie Yen and Jet Li and all that, like, all those Hong Kong action movies. Because that, that, They had a bunch of those on Netflix. I was just, like, chomping through those. And so, like, to see Donnie Yan and then see Jet Li as the Emperor, I thought that was pretty funny. And then they let him do some action at the end, too. I was like, oh, hey, that's right, Jet Li, still had to show that he still, that he still got it. Even though, you know, I remember Hero was supposed to be his last Hong Kong epic. But, you know, leave it to, to Disney to back up the back up the truck and be like, how about you do one more Hong Kong epic? But it's not a action movie epic, it's it's us move on. You get to be the Emperor. we'll let you do some cool stuff at the end. And you yeah, had freaking Donnie M. Oh, so cool. Uh, Daniel, you, you watched you watch Get Man, so you know. Dude, Donnie M is the bomb, dude. I was just like, oh that's so cool. And yeah. Um, especially so, especially in your case, Daniel, I think the movie is is really good. For young, it's, it empowers young women, which obviously you, 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 your your little girls enjoy the show. Clearly, and I think that was the target audience for this film. It was the empowerment of young women, because that's I thought that was like the theme throughout the entire movie. Where the the the, the, the Disney one was very much you know the the uh, redemption of the family, but this was like the empowerment of young women. That that's what I got. that's why I watched. That's why I took away from this uh, from. This Hong Kong version of Mulan, and it it, it was—I enjoyed it. My wife enjoyed it. I was gonna have her chime in, but she's trying to get the baby to sleep. Um, But yeah, it was like, and naturally, I was just like, oh I thought it was funny that when the the army sergeant, you know, said, "We're gonna make men out of you," (laughs) I was like, uh, there was sly little, you know, hints towards that. (laughs) The hero was his last kung fu epic. Oh, oh! I'm sorry. His last kung fu epic. That was last Hong Kong epic. <laughs> my mistake, Earth. <Irv. laughs> but Donnie looks like they fast forward his movement. But that's him on a slow <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that—that's the joke I was making with my wife. I'm like, I'm not sure if they're slowing down or speeding it up for him. But they still made him look badass. Ah, oh, but th- this movie, I. I I I wish it had been released in theaters because it, it was it was really cool. It was um, I, I feel like yeah the target audience was not the previous generation. The target audience is like the next generation, of, of all the young people who will who will watch the movie and take away the kind have of the lesson of like oh yeah you, you shouldn't hold young ladies down. Yeah, young ladies can, can can contribute too. You know it's like oh any any girl who had power like she's a witch a witch cuz you, you see that the character that they added the 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 female bad guy who was powerful who was like the, the real force behind the the, 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 the bad guys and then, you know, oh because she had power and she was female like, no you, you can't leave you can't do this the witch but y yeah, he definitely made but of course know, the kids are not yeah, they're not enough Trouble watching it on TV over and over, or maybe on tablet or a phone, however you're having to watching it. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I, I, I of course, I was like kind of, comp- I was trying not to compare it to the original, but I obviously I saw the differences. You know, they, they didn't have, you know, Mulan have a love interest of freaking, you know, of the of the guy in charge because you know, in the previous one, all she fell for the. For the captain because something oh no the captain was kind of like a part that like she was sort of kind of falling for one of the other dudes who was kind of being a dick to dictator and if, it, but yeah they're, they're obviously very distinct differences but yeah like i said like, this is very much the hong kong version like if, if hong kong uh cinema did move on that's what we got and it was a disney funded hong kong movie <laughs> yeah the, the song yeah, i mean, i'm sure yeah <laughs> all the songs uh I don't know if I necessarily missed Donnie Osmond, but <laughs> my girls were happy they got rid of the love stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, and like I said, I I think that's uh, the, I think that's the reason why they really like shied away from the from the lovey-doveys. I think they wanted it to really resonate more with the kids because kids are gonna be like, ew, gross, love. <laughs> But, but more of yeah, the the empowering young women I think is was that was the goal of this movie And I, I think they achieved that uh, I Think every young lady who watches this movie is going to be inspired to, to To not be held down to not you know to not be told they can't do something when they can do it you know? uh, the, the the relationship between uh, Mulan and her father. I thought that was a I thought that was really nice I like, it, it, that he would still try to encourage her, you know. She she showed that she had chi; she could she could wield chi. It was, uh, I'm sure some you know dudes were like, "Oh, this is so cheesy and dumb!" Like, then yeah, you know, this was not for you. <laughs> you 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 were not the the target audience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so should have come out with an R-rated version. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that would have been <laughs> see that would have been for an, a, another target different targeted audience. Uh, I think that the that was the the investment. Some of the fights, you know. I don't get me wrong. If you had freaking like Jason Scott Lee and freaking Donnie Yen and all these freaking Hong Kong action stars doing like a super violent, yeah, release an HBO Max, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'll just go fire up a uh, special ID or something (laughs) to to catch that. (laughs) But yeah. I walked away from it, going like this: Yeah, this was not the animated one. This is just another, you know, uh, uh, as it is, you know, it's 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 another version, and I enjoyed it for what it was. I I, I sat there, and I I I can objectively say, all right, no, this was this was fun. I mean, obviously, the original Mulan, uh, I enjoyed that. Well, yeah, you want Eddie Murphy, right? I I think that was probably like. Like if I were to be not objective and be like, oh man, I, I sort of missed the sarcastic Mushu being the the guardian. And you just had the kind of like the generic phoenix flying around. Uh, but yeah, again, it was it was, it was there was a lot of that. There was a lot of symbolism in the movie. Uh, everything was a lot, a lot more symbolic and let everything kind of just like you're you're letting the environment kind of take you through the movie, which I yeah that's they they're they're trying to do something different. I think that was the goal. Like. Because obviously Disney has been on this tear now, where they're going through all the their previous live-action hit, their previous animated hits, and just creating live-action versions with a whole bunch of CG. Uh, we we can we can trace this all the way back to when they they they, they did that redo of Cinderella and it was really successful. So they're like, oh, let's just keep going, and they've just yeah, over and over. Like you have that creepy Tim Burton Dumbo. You had the the Beauty and the Beast. that made a billion dollars, and just ensured that the, that they're just gonna freaking remake everything now. From going henceforth, Remember, I, I still haven't seen uh, the, um, the 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 live action Beauty and the Beast, but I did see the um, the live action uh, which one? Uh, Jungle Book. I, I thought I thought that was all right. Uh, I I saw it in the theater. It was fine. You know, it's like John Johnny Fav's continuing. You know, work for Disney and you know. That might have been, you know... Like, hey, let's do some... We he, he did some good business there, and that's what got him the Mandalorian gig, you know. <laughs> hey, you you do good work for us. Here, would you like to play with Star Wars for a while? <laughs> Mr. Favs. <laughs> and, and and then the, the schlubby guy from Swingers continues to put out <laughs> crazy content. Apparently he's better behind the camera than he is in front of it. <laughs> yeah, uh... All the, and so now, like, one after the other now, like, we had to... No, I, I still... I'm one of the few people... I haven't seen I it uh, for... Uh, I, I, I think that live-action Beauty and the Beast came out when I was, like, super-duper broken. I was not going to the theater. <laughs> I'm honestly... And it's weird. I, I've i never been a big Beauty and the Beast person. I think I've only seen the animated one once. And that was probably... Either, I, I didn't go to the theater. I'm pretty sure. I think I watched it on, dare I say, like VHS. <laughs> to, 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 to put myself in a, how old I am. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> yeah, Hermione wouldn't have been... Yeah, exa- yeah, I don't know, for whatever, I, I've never been... Uh, I, I, I know all the songs because people sing them at karaoke all the time. <laughs> I can tell you... Uh, Gaston I can tell you we're gonna know one blah blah, like Gaston the, the, and be our guest know, but clearly there's a there, there is a market out there of people who want because like, it's Little Mermaid's supposed to come out live-action uh, I, I know that there. I mean yeah they're, they're, I was reading about they're, they're gonna do a Lilo and stitch live action, I'm just like, whoa, 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 Disney. Whoa, okay, I'm totally fine. You guys can do whatever you want with all these other films. <laughs> do a live action freaking Sleeping Beauty. Do a live action freaking Jungle Book. That the creepy, horrible-looking, emotionless Lion King. But, dude, just touching Lilo and Stitch live action. Na 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 no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, nah. I... No, nah, that's where me personally—that's where I draw the line. I love *Lilo know Stitch*. That movie is awesome. That's a that, that that movie is a time capsule. You leave that one alone. <laughs> I I remember. it was like, I think at that time in my in my twenties, I was like, I was like, ah, oh, I didn't go to a lot of those. Uh, yeah, exactly. *Lilo and Stitch*. Leave perfection alone. That movie freaking delivered for what it was like, I don't think they expected it to be what it was I remember going with, I remember. I literally went to go see it because of all the trailers like you know, the trailers where they were where Stitch was ruining all the other Disney movies I was like on that alone I'm like yo okay I want to see this the subject of the ship our family means family and family means knowing if what or forgotten Love that movie so good! So good! I was so happy. I was, you know, I was working at Disney when they had re released it on Blu ray. And I was like, ah, after the day we got it in, I had it three weeks early, took it home, watched it, got in the collection. So happy! I was like, yes, yes. Then, as I that's a lot all the other Disney movies that have come out around time, I have those on Blu ray now, but I'd never watched Up until the movie challenge, I had never watched uh, Tarzan or Hercules, Emperor's New Groove, uh, all all, yep, yep. that's right, the soundtrack was all Elvis songs. (laughs) It was such a wacky, weird, cool movie, freaking Little Stitch. And then, yeah, that, like, it wasn't until the movie challenge, I went back and I watched, you know, like, Hercules or or Tarzan, I remember, I feel like many of you, like, James and... Like, you had never seen this movie? I'm like, nope. I, I was in my late 20s, or, 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 or early tw- or, or, or late teens, early 20s. Oh, I'm too cool to watch that. I gotta watch a new David F- in the movie. I gotta watch Seven. I gotta watch 12 Monkeys. I gotta watch these really deep and dark movies. I'm not gonna watch the new David movie. You know, like when you're a shithead, when you're in your late teens, early 20s, and you think you're too cool. I'm you going know, watch Clerks 500 times, because... Yeah, this, this crazy black and white art movie and you think you're so cool. I watch animated kids' movies. And then yeah, you hit like your late thirties and you go back and watch those Disney movies. Hey, you know what? These are all pretty good. <laughs> Whoops. Guess I missed out back then, but I was still able to watch them? now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Lilo and Stitches where I draw the line. In a row? <laughs> yeah. Hercules, uh yeah, like, there are several of those where I was, like, kicking myself. Uh, Emperor's New Groove was probably the one where, like, I, remember, I did not want to watch that at all, simply because I, I uh, on a certain level, I cannot tolerate David Spade. But, uh, Emperor's New Groove was, like, because uh, Jai, when he and I worked together at GameStop, he would quote that movie all the time, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, Yay, I'm a llama again! I just look at him like what you're along again and he uh, he was kind con- frequently devastated that I had never seen that movie and i was like "What is be a weird movie and again also david spade seriously no happy the movie with him it'd be cool i mean tommy boy notwithstanding but <laughs> you see see dang Wong, you wouldn't same to as me but go no, when we when you got some time, and you, you and your girls want to sit down and watch a weird, funny movie, fire up Emperor's New group with the kids and watch it, and just like, oh, there's Patrick Warburton, freaking, I was like, oh, Brock Sampson is a sidekick. All right, I can get, I can work with this. Oh, John Goodman's the other character. All right, this is cool. Bertha Kent, okay. <laughs> I felt like the other freaking Django Unchained, uh, Leo DiCaprio. Movie. Oh. F- you have my interests. Now you have my attention. <laughs> uh, yeah, that movie just yeah, it turned out to be way funnier and way better than I ever thought. I ever I showed it to Rosa last year, <laughs> and I, I think she was in the same opinion. She's like oh, this movie, this, this movie just seems weird. And I was Like yeah, it is weird and it's hilarious. <laughs> I was completely and utterly late to the party on that movie. <laughs> And then yeah, I, or I could, or post an and up during the challenging jive. Like finally, <laughs> <laughs> pull the ladder <laughs> yeah, A lot of fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been a commercial for Disney Plus. <laughs> Man. Yeah, but that—that's I guess that—that—that's the good and the bad of these streaming services. Hey, you. You, you can find all this cool stuff, but you have to yeah, you have to subscribe to the, to the one to, to each specific one to get what you're looking for. You want to watch all those cool FX shows, like what we do in the shadows? You gotta go get Hulu. <laughs> you want to watch all that crazy stuff that Netflix is doing? You gotta get Netflix. You want to see Warner Bros stuff? You gotta do HBO Max. <laughs> want to see all the Disney stuff? You gotta do Disney Plus. Uh, it. That I guess that's the, the compromise, I, yeah, it, it's insane where, like, I, I, I used to be a person, yeah, somehow that's cheaper than cable, I, it, um, I guess you pick and choose or you share logins, <laughs> oh, Ryan, are you talking about Emperor's New Groove, Is That your favorite comedy now, or, <laughs> yeah, somehow it's cheaper than cable, I, it kind of works out, it, it, I think, I think it's funny, I think it's just easier to digest when you're like, uh it's easier to digest when you, it's only like, oh, Disney Plus is six bucks. Uh, Hulu, like, I think, uh, what we do in the shadows, oh, yeah, what we do in the shadows is like the best show. <laughs> that is just amazing. <laughs> Me and the wife are still behind, that we, we have to find time to sit down and fire that up. Yeah, just... Takers and frickin' Jermaine's friggin' brainchild is amazing. <laughs> see, and Daniel, see, that, 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 that right now Daniel's making the joke. Like, oh. <laughs> it's like, oh. Uh, th- th- it's gonna circle back around. We're like, oh, everything's gonna be bundled together in one. Oh, wait, we're paying for cable again. <laughs> Except now it's just dependent on a crappy, uh, 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 spotty internet connection that might get capped next year. If if that idiot at the FCC doesn't get fired or destroyed, <laughs> internet caps. What all my streaming? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh no, it's all gonna circle back around. Uh, yeah, go go back three and a half years where I talked about the streaming wars begun. They have when Pete was telling me, like, uh, it's like Warner's got burned. Because they tried to do a separate, you know, DC universe. They tried to put all the superheroes. They, 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 they thought their superhero brand was strong enough they could have an app on its own. And unfortunately, they learned that it was not as strong enough, as strong as they thought. <laughs> you, you have Superman and Batman in one room and, and it was not enough to carry an app. Yeah. And then they have the, full, the, the All that's just been folded into HBO Max. They, just, they left all the comic books behind. All the comic books aren't... Now the DC universe has become just a comic book app. And now all, the, all the Warner Brothers stuff is... All the, all the superhero stuff has got moved over to HBO Max. Yeah, the, the, the streaming wars were insane. I, was like, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know who was in charge of Quibi. Uh, that, that, that ridiculous... Like, oh, everything's under 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that went under in less than three months. It was insane. They burned through all their venture capital and, like, oh, what? How do we burn through a couple of billion dollars? Like, I-, I was passively interested in that Quibi thing simply because they had Reno 911, and that's that that's a show I really enjoyed back in the day. And, like, they, they put all those crazy characters back together from the state to, to do more Reno 911. I'm like, I. <laughs> how, how, how do you fumble a freaking streaming service during a pandemic? Yeah, Quibi. Yeah, that that service lasted as long as a Quibi, <laughs> where the 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 dumb campaign you had Chance the Rapper going, oh, how long is the wait? About a Quibi. <laughs> yeah, people had nothing better to do, and yet this this service failed. Like, yeah, they had some crazy like show, uh, like yeah, they, they they put some big actors into it, but it was only ten minutes at a time. <laughs> not a not an ideal way to watch a TV show. Just you know. 22 minutes is kind of like comedy. You're gonna do a drama. You want to get up to that 40 minute mark. <laughs> but oh, let's let's do a drama. Nine and a half minutes at a time. <laughs> you yeah, know they burned all their their venture capital on exclusive shows. That I don't know what they're gonna do with all these fragmented shows. They're like I don't see like Netflix or Hulu standing around going, Nah, we ain't paying for those. <laughs> we'll give you they're gonna be like my boss we'll give you five cents on the dollar for all those shows <laughs> it's like I'm hoping uh, uh, that all those Reno 9 ones get uploaded somewhere <laughs> uh, hope they put them all on YouTube <laughs> and see that's another one uh, another streaming service that failed but uh, that's the YouTube premium that 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 friggin' went by the wayside, and now we're able to watch Cobra Kai on Netflix, which is something else. I also need to catch up on They're, And and that, that's the funny thing. Whenever someone tells me it's like, "Oh, I can never find anything to watch," I'm like, "Either you only have one streaming service, or you're not really looking. <laughs> you're, not, you're not looking that hard." Because uh, I I uh, if, if I were to turn around and go fire up. And all that stuff mm-hmm. Netflix and pull it off they can do all the, all the series like Loving the Robots see yeah there, there's so many weird things to watch <laughs> uh, so the, I just finished a, a, a few weeks ago like, I, I start, I know, a couple of years ago I started watching that It's the series of Fortune Events I forget if I, I don't know if it, sorry if this deja vu for you guys if I talked about it last week I, I finally uh, I, I threw it on when I was here doing laundry at home I'm like oh I haven't finished that. Let me finish that show. <laughs> and it's like, oh, there's there's, there's someone out there. Like a few years ago, I was, like, I was binging through Star Trek Next Generation. That's not something new, but I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't remember any of these episodes from when I was a kid. Let me just go through them. I don't I'm sure they're all now on CBS's freaking platform, but I'm not subscribing to that one. Sorry. <laughs> my, my Star Trek fandom can only go so far. Oh, MPH as Count Olaf, which was really, really good, yeah. Uh, uh, I, it's weird, you know what, Jim Carrey has like, he, he, I have like, I don't know, I, over time, I think when I was younger, I thought Jim Carrey was like the funniest thing ever, but as I've gotten older and older, I've like, grown weirdly tired of Jim Carrey, I, I, I remember watching the uh, Dumb and Dumber Two T O, and I was like, "Hmm, <laughs> this is funny, I guess." And then uh, yeah, that when he was showing up on SNL with Biden, I was kind of like, "The only thing he did good was him like bringing back an old, you know, his standard hits." Yeah, now he's a psycho. Yeah, he's out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's rough. I, I, I yeah I I tried watching a Showtime show like was it a couple years ago yeah. is that that he had that weird Showtime show I tried watching the episode and I was like, no yeah Jim Carrey is tired of Jim Carrey <laughs> I think it was it was right around Man on the Moon where he was like basically like trying to be Andy Kaufman and it was just like it's been kind of a slow descent since then okay <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, for me personally. <laughs> It's a I were not liking cable guy, but well, you know Ace Ventura that was funny, Dumb and Dumber that was funny, Liar Liar, Oh look, look. Bruce Almighty. I you know what I still have never watched. It. I watched the Steve Corell, Evan Almighty, but I haven't watched Bruce Almighty. Yeah, that's the thing. I, there's a I think there's a documentary about that, and he was a giant asshole during because he was yeah, he was trying to be. <laughs> uh Andy Kaufman, yeah. I think he was a like, terrible human I think like, that was like you were know, like peak. He was trying to get his his Academy Award nomination. I don't know if he got nominated or not and then like, after was like mm. I think it was like a while ago. I I I, you know, I watched some of the Truman the show and I'm like, that's just weird. I I it it didn't help that way was it this director really creeped me out. <laughs> not not the actual movie director, though, but, uh, why can't I remember? Ed Ed Harris's character was like, you know, I'm I can't get with this. This is just creepy and I don't like it. <laughs> Poor Biff Tannen throwing himself away in that movie. <laughs> yeah, Jim Carrey has been... Yeah, I don't know. Results may vary. <laughs> but I, I think you said it there. That's the earth. Jim Carrey is tired of Jim Carrey. <laughs> But yeah, all these stream anyway, yeah, d- yeah circle back, yeah. MPH as Count Olaf was was really great. Yeah, well oh, there you go, Dang Olaf. <laughs> Fire Marshal Bill was hilarious when I was twelve. Yeah, I, I was t- t- I was talking about that with one of my coworkers at, uh the other day where I was like, Oh yeah, and living color was hilarious. Uh I, I got all D V D sets some of the stuff doesn't hold up, but some, some of it does. So I'm like, it's really incredibly racist and sexist and homophobic, but you know what? To get past all that, it was actually kind of funny. <laughs> it's like, wow, the late 80s, late 80s comedy. woof, a lot of stuff wouldn't fly now. <laughs> it, it, yeah, but I, I got all those DVD sets. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's not on any streaming service. <laughs> If Liz Lemon got four episodes freaking deleted because of blackface, I can't imagine a living color would make it very far. JLo, man, you, you go back and see that J- that JLo was so white, she was as white as this as this napkin. <laughs> JLo was this white. I shit you not. <laughs> This pale. And go look it up. <laughs> she was this pale. <laughs> Jenny from the block had Mediterranean bed. <laughs> and because it really just stands out because you have J Lo and then you have the black dancers and you have this really stark contrast. And she and see. I'll have to agree with that she actually did get hotter over time uh, it, it, it is possible I, I the, the 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 great example I always like to cite is a uh, is frickin Scully uh, and Jillian and Anderson she as she gets older she has gotten more and more attractive <laughs> like X-Files reboot Scully my god <laughs> I was dead uh, Hannibal Friggin, she was on Hannibal, and then she was in American Gods, and I was just like, "How is this woman getting hotter? <laughs> she is defying Father Time. I, I don't understand it." But yeah, J Lo is it? Oh yeah, she she can. If you take care of yourself, I guess you you look better as you get older. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that that's why many women hate J Lo, <laughs> and many others, uh, friggin, admire her because she. The Elizabeth Hurley effect. <laughs> it, it, you just uh, you get tighter and you get more attractive. Uh, it, it, it works in some cases and it doesn't work in others. I I, I really feel like I'm, I'm treading into some dangerous territory here. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it does Yeah, you go you go back and you see J Lo on in Living Color, and you're like, that's. Are we sure that's J-Lo? It's funny, because in the season three uh, DVD... (laughs) Money. There you go, yeah. (laughs) When you have uh, the resources, you you can afford (laughs) to take care of yourself. (laughs) I'm really treading the dangerous territory here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, Uh yeah. For season three of the DVD, is like, oh, it made a big deal. Oh, JLo's on this season. <laughs> oh no, Ryan, you're gonna make me. You have to make me break it out. Uh, are you trying to tell me that I had myself a, a little bit of a JLo in my White House? <laughs> yeah, that that that's a fun rumor. I like that one. <laughs> Honestly, I'm shocked I haven't done more of my bad impressions on this 203 episodes, and only the in the most recent episodes I've been doing my bad impressions of Vince McMahon. And, and now, this week, breaking out my old Bill Clinton. Oh, man. I love big butts, and I cannot lie. Oh, boy. Um. Yeah. There's time. There's still plenty of time to do bad impressions, especially since I have been without a co-host for so long. He was using the Kennedy tunnels, because as Pete Malini has brought up many times on this show, uh, JFK, he had he suffered from serious migraines that could only be cured by vigorous sexual intercourse. Bring me a Marilyn Monroe. I have a bad headache. (laughs) I heard that she's a bit of a Hellcat era. (laughs) Bring me some whores. I have a headache. I'm the leader of the free world. (laughs) And I need to relieve myself. Uh, I I guess realistically, I guess that's like a uh, this probably was a dopamine issue, and instead of <laughs> rigorous sexual congress, they probably just could have gotten him some pills, give him a little zolof. <laughs> no, see, I know this is bad. When I'm killing me, this is bad. <laughs> My boss was asked me like, how how do you do the podcast by yourself? Well, well, generally, I try to amuse myself, but I can't amuse myself to the point where I'm making myself laugh, because that's bad on a podcast. <laughs> if I'm, like, having to gasp for air, this is not entertaining. <laughs> I mean, generally, it can't be that entertaining. <laughs> but, yeah, when, when people told me that one day, I was just like, what? Jake, what? That's why uh, Manor Bob was always around. <laughs> Man. I, I, and I remember, I remember Googling that, I'm like, nope, I'm gonna have to look that up to see if this is, this is true, or, 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 well, I guess that's not something you verify its accuracy, it's just you find the people who've, who've spread this rumor and see why, see how it's grown over 50, 60 years. <laughs> Poor old Jackie O. <laughs> oh, I'll just by make a terrible joke. My boss frequently told me, like, when I, I, I tell some incredibly off-color jokes at work, and and my boss is like, "You're going to hell." I'm like, "I know. I have reservations."
1: <laughs>
0: and yes, I, I I don't tell a lot of these off-color jokes on the podcast because this is being documented off for the internet. <laughs> I've that, that's what Sam was for. Sam would say the things out I could not say. <laughs> or I would not want to say have documented I, I can't imagine Tiger you know 15 years from now but go going, going through YouTube like hey wait my dad hmm, let's see this <laughs> oh my god Dad said horrible things explain me now I'm sorry Tiger you're dead it really yeah <laughs> That, that You know what's funny, Daniel? It, it's funny. That was a, a subject that came up today at work. Uh, we were talking about Justin Trudeau, and uh, and my boss is like, well, he's screwed. He, you know, he's done blackface twice. And I was just like, oh, man, I, I can't run for public office. I'm like, I've done blackface twice, too. And then my brother comes cruising in three times. I'm like... I have done blackface three times in the math. <sighs> Morpheus for Halloween. Uh, Make Fury for Halloween. <laughs> and then <laughs> I forgot whatever uh Samuel Jackson character in in, <laughs> in the Jurassic Park was <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I can never run for any public office ever. <laughs> stick of uh, a little level podcaster forever yeah there's documented proof on social media of at least two of those i'm pretty sure at least, at least one there is documented proof i think it was the sam jackson whoops never running for public office i was a political scientist I know well enough not to... where I don't belong. And on that note, it has been exactly an hour now according to my audio program here. Thank you guys for watching. (laughs) Thank you for sitting here for my uh, tanking of any public office. This video will be uploaded to Facebook and YouTube. This audio will be on the internet I am I am NOT going to edit this out because you know what comedy is what's most important comedy I, I, I frequently tell my wife comedy comes first <laughs> And this is too funny to, to edit out I, I live with the consequences of, of my stupidity <laughs> make sure to follow me on uh, follow me on Twitter yeah, my Twitter is like that. That's another thing where I am no, my my Twitter right now is ridiculous. Go go to my Twitter at DreGP Podcast. I am, uh, as the kids say, I am uh, I am out of pocket. <laughs> oh no, my Twitter. I I can't I can't blame my fans for what I did today on Twitter. I <laughs> I have a tweet that continually gets likes, and it's for like the wrong reasons. <laughs> used basketball terminology to describe the acting of a porn star. At DreGP Podcast. <laughs> go to our Instagram, where it's slightly more wholesome. I'm going a post-it pictures of ridiculous video games we're selling at work. <laughs> and a cute photo of my son with a PS4 controller. Which I'm sure most of you who are watching live have already seen that picture. But hey, <laughs> go check out our Instagram, at DreGP Podcast we have a youtube page i'll update it one of these days when i'm not processing thousands of orders at work yeah you know what ryan that's probably a good call don't do twitter twitter is a cesspool of death and destruction i do dead i I do twitter just to promote the podcast and to be ridiculous and follow news yeah ryan you'd get in all the trouble in the world don't 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 do Twitter. I'll I'll post up screenshots on on Instagram or Facebook of the the ridiculous things I did (laughs) today. It's funny, as we were doing the show, I kept seeing notifications from Twitter of people liking my tweet. (laughs) All these strangers who thought my tweet was hilarious. (laughs) I am a monster, what can I tell you? Uh, Be awesome like Ryan and Daniel. And our other friend, Art, who is probably playing Destiny uh, 2 right now. And, uh, <laughs> go check out our Patreon. Uh, we have three awesome patrons. You can join them uh, as patrons if you want to contribute to the show financially. If you cannot contribute to the show financially, you can always like our, our videos. You can share our videos. You can uh, go to Instagram and like our photos. You can always just, uh, um, there's plenty of ways to contribute to the show without contributing money you can just share like the videos that helps as well but if you want to contribute financially uh, patreon.com and search for dre's geek philosophy podcast also uh, thank you for watching thank you for listening we'll be back here next week uh, plenty of I, I'm, I'm gonna i'm making a concerted effort to try to at least put up one or two photos on our instagram every day so be sure to check out our ig as well so, yeah avoid twitter <laughs> If you're brave enough to go on Twitter, I'm being ridiculous on it, but our, our IG is a lot more wholesome, to say the least. <laughs> thank you for watching. See you next week. Th- th- thanks for the great show, guys. It, I, it, the show was great because you guys <laughs> contribute to it literally live on the show. My, our live contributors here. God, thank you, Ryan, Daniel, Irv, James. Uh, Poor Damon who left because we were going to talk about Mandalorian. Oh well, Damon's not here. Boba Fett. Oh my god. How awesome was Boba Fett? <laughs> Warren chiming in. Let me see who else chimed in. I want to make sure I give credit to everybody. We, um, who else chimed in here? We had a bunch of... we had, yeah, Dan, it, was, it was a lot of Daniel Ryan. Irv got in there. James got in there. Anthony Toy, who was on earlier, he was contributing to. Th- thank you guys so much. Without you guys uh, chiming in, and just be me staring at a camera going, what dumb thing am I gonna try to say next? I am inspired to say funnier dumb things because of you guys. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one, guys. Thanks.